Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your holidays were enjoyable, restful, and Christ-honoring. I thought that 2023 could end on a little bit of a light side as we took a few weeks off, but of course we had to finish the year off with absolute madness in Canada. And we're only 11 days into the new year, and already 2024 is telling 2023 to hold its beer or its caffeinated drink for those of you who are teetotalers. Now, we don't have a moment to waste, so we need to hit the ground running. I want to make clear, though, if you are listening to this podcast, you need to pause right now and go and watch this segment or come back and watch it later. Otherwise, you are going to miss some mesmerizing visuals. So we do have to get into the episode today. But first, And we're back. It is January 11th. Tomorrow is my 40th birthday. If you want to send me some gifts, I will be all for it. Happy birthday. That's Matt Halleck. And this is Liberty Dispatch. Hey, hey, and welcome back to The Dispatch. It is great to have you in this new year. As always, The Liberty Dispatch is broadcasting across enemy lines into the Canadian culture war, and our production is put together by the folks at libertycoalitioncanada.com. And Christian, we be sure to head over to our website to get all things libertycoalitioncanada.com. That's libertycoalitioncanada.com. While you're over there, we would ask that you prayerfully consider leaving a donation at libertycoalitioncanada.com slash donate. You can scan that helpful QR code at the bottom. And if you click on the analysis shows tab, you can leave us a tax refundable donation over there. And if you are so inclined to do it in uh, an anonymous Bitcoin uh, donation, you can do that thanks to our friends at Bull Bitcoin. And boy, is Bitcoin sure kicking butt, Andrew. Um, Had you taken our advice and bought a long time ago when we first brought in Bull Bitcoin as our sponsors, you would be doing very well right now. So Lord willing is you did do that and you didn't take stupid idiot moron prime tyrant justin trudeau's advice on that sort of thing also yeah, as max, always, maxing out your credit card <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly Ma- yeah credit card don't buy bitcoin yeah so so but you know he can be forgiven right he doesn't do the math uh, 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 you probably saw the graphic at the bottom of the page there but i'll hit it again mailbag at liberty coalition canada.com if you want to reach out to us directly andrew it's been a while okay mm-hmm. um so what do you have for us what do you want to know from our listeners uh, as we enter this new year I was thinking about this. So I'm going to throw out a few different things, and anyone can take whichever one they like, and they can run with it. So if you received something particularly wonderful for Christmas, something that is close to the heart, a meaningful 
you know, very, very intentional gift. We'd love to hear what that is. Maybe send a screenshot as well of your wonderful, warm, kind gift. That would be great. Mm -hmm. uh, something else I had in mind would be... I got be, this nice hoodie, post Santa nice, Russ Lux. Yeah. I have that on a beer stein as well. Yeah, there graphic. you go. Missional wear, baby. Go. Gotta yep. love it. Yep. Missional wear, if you're watching this, we would love to be, uh, we'd love to advertise for you. So reach out to Absolutely. us. Info at LibertyCoalitionCanada.com. <laughs> so gifts would, would be one thing. Another thing I thought about was what are your, if you have any resolutions for 2024? I'll also, uh, I'll take this moment to plug my Substack. I wrote a post on New Year's resolutions and how really the only resolution you should be committed to is spending more time in God's word. Otherwise, you're not going to change or be sanctified. But maybe you're thinking 2024 is a year that will be marked by this. And then last, I thought, what are your kind of prophetic, psychic predictions for what we can expect in 2024? <laughs> Now's the time to put on the tinfoil hat and go for it. So you can grab any of those questions. Reach out to us. Mailbag at LibertyCoalitionCanada.com. Unless you're thinking, wow, Andrew, I want to get you really something great for your birthday. Because 40 <laughs> is a milestone. Do you, you have a, to me? do you have an Amazon registry uh, for your 40th birthday? I, is that I a little tacky? or? <laughs> it, it, it is very tacky. So if anyone would love to send me a gift, email me and I will let you know what would be wonderful. So that's great. it. One great. quick thing we want to announce because it's very time sensitive is this coming Sunday, January the 14th, is Biblical Sexuality Sunday. Indeed and it so is. So we want to ask you to please join with us in preaching a sermon on God's design for sexuality. And then after you preach, you can head over to our website and you can fill out a form on the initiatives page on Biblical Sexuality Sunday. Again, this is after you preach. Your name, your church name, a link to your sermon, a link to your church website so that we can collect that information in a database. We can have it so we can reach out to people. Encourage your pastor to do so. We have a promo video. We have sermon, like kind of blank slides for, for sermon graphics, all that sort of stuff. Reach out to us, churches at libertycoalitioncanada.com. I know this year, again, several brothers from the U.S. will be joining, as well as pastors in Europe will be joining. So we've we've gone Love it. international. Inter, we're intercontinental. We yeah, are the intercontinental champions. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, baby. Sexuality Sunday. <laughs> so uh, we would we would love for you to join, uh, especially as things heat up more and more in Canada. So we also are very pleased to announce a new sponsor, a new partner with Absolutely. Liberty Coalition Canada. One that we are actually availing ourselves of. We are not just promoting them, but we are using their stuff. And I've already talked to my church as well about getting on this 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 platform. And this is Sales Nexus. So if you're using MailChimp, HubSpot, or Salesforce for email marketing, CRM, and sales, you probably know they've been canceling Voices of Freedom in truth. And if you don't know it, well, now you know that they are canceling Voices of Freedom and truth. In fact, our own MailChimp account was suspended for one week because we sent out or were attempting to send out an email about mm -hmm. an interview that Mike did with Deanna McLeod. That is a real thing. A that real a thing real that thing. happened. Yeah. So if you're with them, you have to know what's going on. That's why we here at Liberty Coalition Canada have switched to Sales Nexus. Sales Nexus is a complete business marketing and sales solution that won't tell you what you should say or believe. 
You can try it yourself at salesnexus.com, and you get two users for the price of one with our promo code LIBERTY. That's salesnexus.com. You have to check it out. If you're a church, if you're any sort of organization that is dealing with donor management, client, client management, data management, you're sending out a lot of emails, you need to really, really look into Sales Nexus. They've become really good friends of the show. Just great people too, right? Like that's yes. that's a big part of it. Is very accessible and, and <laughs> available for, for for support and helping get set up. I mean, you're not you're not dealing with robots. You're not dealing with people in, in other parts of the world where there are language barriers. You you you're talking to human beings. You're doing vi- video calls. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much in favor of sales yeah. nexus and and, and the the amazing part too, Andrew, is we were considering going down this road before the MailChimp thing even took place. We That's we right. just knew that given the changing landscape of the internet, a lot of harsher email restrictions coming down from Google and various email services. Uh, we were just thinking proactively about partnering with good people that are freedom minded and that want the uh, f- free dissemination of media mm-hmm. um, via the internet. So th- we were thinking that way, and then Mail Mailchimp really just put the nail in their own coffin by obviously trying to uh, you know censor us I- in a silly way. Um, Mailchimp so. gave us a bundle of bitter bananas. Bundle yes, they of did. Bitter bananas. But we turned it into a wonderful uh, scenario, thanks to yes. God's providence and and yes. the wonderful people over at Sales Nexus. But well, Andrew, that's not why we're here. We're not here just to talk about email no, solutions, though it makes my that. life easier. Yes, because I love so, it. <laughs> the new, whenever the new year comes, people become a little more introspective and self-reflective, as I think they should. Of course, the yes. year comes to an end. You're starting the new year. You're thinking. So I want. I want to. I want to take us on a little bit of a journey. A little bit of a, a little bit of a, 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 a self-reflection. A little bit of let's ponder the years that have passed. So I want to take us take back us down to the Primrose Pass to essentially about two years ago, almost to the day. So two years ago, basically to the day, Bill C four was just days away from receiving royal assent and becoming law in Canada. Biblical Sexuality Sunday was one week away from happening. The first one was one week away from happening. And as this was going on, we, both in my church and my friends and even at LCC, we're hearing these murmurings of a trucker protest that was happening, of truckers all over the country, truck drivers and people that were going to be converging on Ottawa, literally from coast to coast, in protest of the COVID jab mandates, specifically as it pertained to border crossing so drivers didn't have to take two weeks off work every time they came back home to Canada, which will essentially destroy your business if you're a truck driver. And these mandates are ruining livelihoods. They are destroying people's businesses. So the journey began all over Canada, and the goal again was to meet in Ottawa at the end of the month. So by the end of January, and it was January 28th when they – met in Ottawa when you have the official beginning of the protest in Ottawa. So for all of you who were a part of this in some way, whether you were a part of the caravan, whether you were standing on overpasses, whether you were providing food and shelter for truck drivers as they would stop, or whether you spent time in Ottawa, do you remember the excitement of the convoy and the time in Ottawa? You remember seeing caravans of vehicles that were kilometers long, 
it's only 10,000 trucks, the propaganda media would say. No, it was like from they would stretch from city to city. Do you remember driving to Ottawa and seeing every single overpass full of families with flags and signs? It was freezing, especially in Ottawa. It was brutally cold at the beginning of February. It was loud and it was glorious. Now, this sparks similar movements all across the world. And apparently, it still influences similar protests to this very day. So this is what's happening in Germany this week, currently, as we're speaking. Hong Kong, Andrew. Hong Kong. Warm feelings about it. We are sick of lies. We are sick of trying to get rid of our jobs. It's not only farmers, it's the uh, the lorry drivers, it's the normal workers. Everybody is sick of politicians who have no idea what they're talking about, who have no education to tell us how our lifestyle should look like. And this is the result of four years trying to get in contact with polit politicians, talking to them on an equal level, but they won't listen. And now we have no other choice than to demonstrate and it's our right and yes one of the highest rights especially in germany yeah demonstrate we are not violent this is all friendly um, you can see we have a we have a small gap and people can drive through police ambulances everybody can come through but um, more than you can say about only, extinction rebellion the, and all those the losers. Iceberg, to be honest because all over in germany we have this is the west we have Dutch uh, farmers coming over to support yep, us in the, the east. We have um, um, Hungarian farmers, Polish farmers, and we are all united. Praise God, man. Praise God for farmers. I love, I love farmers. I love farmers, and I love that uh, the Canadian trucker convoy could inspire the world with what they're doing. Uh, so, Andrew, this comes for, to us from True North, which is the only obviously non-woke, non-state-funded media outlet that is covering the story honestly. And they have this to say. Massive farmer protests have taken over Germany over the past few weeks. In scenes similar to the historic Freedom Convoy, German farmers and truckers have united in protest over new climate regulations which will scrap a tax subsidy on farmers operating diesel tractors. Germany's ruling socialist coalition is the latest Western European country to target farmers on their quest to somehow solve climate change, but it appears that they have pushed the German people too far this time, which is saying something. All through Germany, farmers are engaging in peaceful demonstrations as their livelihoods have been put at risk. In support of the German farmers, Polish farmers, Dutch farmers, Romanian farmers, all are supporting these, uh, these, these Germans and staging their own protests as well. So it's super encouraging to see 
the people start to push back. And I've often said in Canada, if we're going to see some serious turnaround, especially in the prairies in the West, uh, farmers are going to have to be a huge voice in pushing back, especially as it pertains to the insane green agenda and the, the climate lobbying. People, for whatever reason, have just through propaganda more or less they they're not very sympathetic as it pertains to the oil industry uh big corporations like that especially out in alberta but the ordinary farmer is someone who still holds a lot of weight and cachet in our country and it's farmers who are speaking up and pushing back against that this that are going to be such a huge part in us pushing back against these these insane economy crippling um you know net zero impoverishing uh you know goals that these insane socialist greens are putting forward in our in our nation and across the globe so i want to encourage we know we have a lot of homeschooling moms hard-working entrepreneurs and farmers who listen to this program be like the germans <laughs> stand uh, shoulder to shoulder with them because they might be farther down the path in Germany right now, but the same trajectory that's happening there is certainly set up here and it's definitely happening, especially with insane uh, criminal green activist Stephen Guibault behind uh, the the climate agenda for the Trudeau regime. And it is, but it is already happening here. We're, we're wanting to reduce. Canada's oh, for sure. Significantly reduce the amount of nitrogen mm -hmm. um, uh, fertilizer that can be used in farming, which I know affects friends of mine who are actually in the large scale farming world. Yep. It affects Same with them. my in-laws. Yep. So it's 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 here. It's coming here further. You know, a, a couple thoughts. The first one is it is very reminiscent of the convoy. You see what they're saying. It's peaceful. We're not violent. Look, our lanes open, mm -hmm. which was one of the lies told about what was happening in Ottawa, that all traffic was blocked. That's not true. Yeah. Emergency vehicles could get through. I saw it happen. So, Andrew, hold on. Before you move on, though, I, I noticed that seems to only be a, a criticism of uh, protests that the media d don't, don't like. Don't tip the hand. Don't the, tip the hand, Matt. We're going to get there. Uh, well, anyways, I'm not going to tip the hand. <laughs> We're gonna get there. Okay. Don't 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 tip the Quran, Matt. We're gonna get there. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get there. Well, um, I was I was just gonna say it doesn't seem to happen for all these crazy climate protests, anyways. This is correct. So uh, basically, this is they planned a week long protest starting January eighth. I don't know if it's gonna go beyond a week. I don't know if they're saying protest or bust, like the truckers were saying. We'll find out how it plays out. Yeah. If you if you see the legacy media coverage of this, it's a joke. The whole thing is they're far right extremists, and we're worried about it's going to it's going to activate more extremists. And I mean, my only my only thought was in kind of comical fashion is the last time the German people were kind of crushed under work related circumstances, it uh, it didn't turn out so well. So hopefully, it doesn't go to that place. Yeah. We don't want to see it go to that place again. But well, I, I, when you press the people hard enough, we're not calling for anything that's mm -hmm. violent or evil. But when you when you press people hard enough, when you 
take away their freedoms and their livelihoods people can only respond peacefully for so long before in their weakness in their hurt in their pain it becomes more than that we don't advocate mm. for it but this yeah. is the reality of crushing tyrannies well, oppressing people and, and and that's the that's the insane part of right uh, this whole right like statists have long set up something like the i think it's called the gadsden flag the don't tread on me flag which is the the you know the coiled up uh, serpent uh a, as some sort of far right uh you know white supremacist flag but the the impetus the history behind that flag is it was literally the philosophy of american government where they didn't want an overweening state they wanted to be left alone to attend to their own f flags and the idea of the, the curled up uh, python or cobra or whatever it happens to be forgive me uh, it, it, it rattlesnake I think it's probably a rattlesnake um, anyways the, was th the, the snakes tended to stay to themselves they they were not predatory they were not going around biting people that's not what they did but if you came near them and you threatened them they would bite back right um and that's the whole idea of self-government uh, uh of republicanism small r um that that's that's actually what the experiment of western democracy which is self-rule and self-government is actually about but now that term's obviously being co-opted by the marxists to say that if you if you maintain any of the principles that were went into the founding of the uh, the the most prosperous western free democracies if you hold any of those historical principles you're obviously a far-right extremist like i don't even know what a far far right Right person in Germany would be like Bill Clinton like I honestly don't know <laughs> <laughs> like right like the Germans are extraordinary liberal people and they have been for for a long time um, so it's just if you're following falling for this stuff like you are a brainwashed uh, like NPC at this point like that is such a that is such a thought terminated terminating cliche far-right extremists like like are you telling me any journalist can just write those words in an article and then your brain explodes Jour like journalists not <laughs> yeah, well, just journalists i was on yeah. i was on twitter earlier and the member of parliament for kingston that that oh, that geez. babylon where i used to live thank my that guy's really driving, annoying what's his name my wife and i hold on, i'll get to but my wife and okay. i were driving the other day and we were talking about what's going on in the city and she said boy i'm so glad we're out of there i'm like me too so but he mark garretson is his name yes the, and mark garretson shared a video that's comparing you know trump suppressing the free press to polyev suppressing the free press and he says that polyev supports no he called leslin lewis a far-right extremist like you are you are a you're you're i don't know you're just a, you're just a glob you're just a, gl a glob of goo you're just yes big, you're just a big goo creature yeah it's unbelievable but we and, got, and it's we, it's amazing to me that people yeah. like people just they're so brainwashed that they throw out this thought terminating cliche and their brains just shut off like oh mm -hmm. like come on guys come on do you so actually got, believe these farmers we, are, are far-right extremists so this is the, the story is still developing like i said it was announced that the pr the protest would be a week starting january 8th so we're right in the middle of it it's still breaking obviously next week we're going to see what happens over the weekend and we'll bring some updates so keep your eye out um you know follow true north news i think
uh, Post Millennial is maybe covering some stuff as well on, on social media, but we'll bring you updates as they unfold. Now, are you sick and tired of listening to our banks and other government-sponsored institutions parroting the same old status words like safe and effective, ESG, diversity, inclusivity, and equity? Do you really think they're looking out for your investments when they can't even define what a woman is? Check out our friends over at Rocklink Investment Partners. They're an independent Christian firm focused on managing your investments as long-term value investors. They're not caught up in the bureaucracy of the woke financial institutions. They're comfortable going against the crowd and speaking up for their Christian values. That's why Rocklink was our very first advertising partner. Give them a call at 905-631-5462 or email them at info at rocklink.com. That's link with a C. So we've already said that the German farmer protest feels similar to the Freedom Convoy, right, which was a peaceful and lawful protest organized as a reaction to overreaching and status policies that were harming Canadian mm-hmm. citizens, severely harming Canadian citizens. Now, we all remember how the state responded to the convoy. They were a small fringe minority with unacceptable views, we were told. They were white nationalists and racists and terrorists who were occupying Ottawa and creating the condition known as phantom honking syndrome. They were using children as human shields. That's what they were saying about people at the Ambassador Bridge, using children as human shields. They were beaten. They were pepper sprayed. They were tear gassed and they were arrested for lawfully and peacefully protesting Oh, and by the way, some of my friends were arrested for kneeling down and praying for officers and refusing to move. And then the officers arrested them. Oh, they were also feeding homeless people in Ottawa. And we saw a drop in crime about 80%. So for this, they were treated as second and third class citizens. Now, why do I bring all this up? Why are we rehashing convoy stuff? Well, it's not just because of what's happening in Germany. But it's also because there's another growing movement in Canada right now. Another series of protests happening all over the country, but concentrated to bigger cities and really concentrated in Toronto and Ottawa with very impassioned people. However, Mm -hmm. and this is the difference, instead of flying Canadian flags and a few F. Trudeau flags here and there, which we don't advocate for, instead of singing O Canada and celebrating Canadian identity, Instead of bouncy castles and French toast and feeding homeless people, Mm -hmm. these protesters are waving Palestinian flags. They are calling and singing about the death of Jewish people in Tota, and they are truly accosting and harassing other citizens. So this is the new freedom movement in Canada, mm-hmm. or as I would call it, this is the real occupation mm-hmm. in Canada right now, and here's what it looks like. I, I do agree. You've seen my, you see my message about ceasefire, right? So why don't you let me uh, continue? Anyway, today we are Yeah, it's interesting, all right. Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame 
<laughs> See this woman here, this virtue signaling? Don't don't harass us. We support Palestine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> this that old, old couple. Away the there is only one solution. 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 Intifada revolution. Intifada revolution. Intifada revolution. Yeah, the scent of French toast going up in the air is is, is terrible. Yeah. And all that smoke, that's great. All the settlers leave who shouldn't be there. All of them must leave for proper justice. Just like what happened in Algeria. The Toronto Police Hate Crimes Unit is investigating a Wednesday morning fire at this Jewish-owned deli. Windows were smashed and Free Palestine sprayed on the doors. <laughs> what a projection as they're holding Palestinian flags. It is not recognized. You feel like it's recognized, but the world does not recognize Israel. The world recognizes and stands with Palestine. Now, let's Wow. Here's 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 the deal, okay? Here's here's the deal. Come on, come on, man. Hey, you on. tell us the deal, Andrew. Here's, here's the deal. If, if officers brutally and violently and angrily dealt with peaceful protesters mm -hmm. in Ottawa and around the country during the Freedom Convoy, right now, now we're, again, we're talking, I have the videos on my phone still. Mm -hmm. They're still there. I can show you videos of, of tiny women with Canadian flags draped around their shoulders being pushed over by police officers with batons beaten mm -hmm. and tear gassed i can show other videos yeah. so this is how people were handled brutally beaten it, it, mm -hmm. like senselessly need in the torso over and over again if this is how officers dealt with a peaceful lawful three week long candidate celebration protest mm -hmm. you would imagine right any logical person would imagine a much stronger approach to a protest that one is calling for actual violence and genocide. Two, and <laughs> genocide. Two, jihad and Tavada, Yeah, we showed in an episode before the end of the year, one guy was actually threatening to kill a police officer in the Eaton yes. Center Mall in like Toronto. literally went so, up to yeah, them. Real death threats, calling, calling for violence, blocking streets without leaving lanes open for people, vandalizing, vandalizing shops, setting fires actually harassing and accosting people calling them terrorists yeah you would think that the police would come down hard super for this hard. actual violence well here's toronto's finest responding to these hateful protesters he left no one told him they can't come back otherwise he would have said okay i understand okay i'll, I'll just ask just, just so sorry it's uh it's the person with the best. jihad how did uh how did you get coffee from the police? Uh, well, not the police. Someone someone has brought it for us, but the police won't let them in. So the police are now coming our little messengers. This guy's wearing Hamas esque no headgear. We're up, we're on the bridge. Winner. Not anyone else come on. 
make no sense. Because if we're already on the bridge, how is there a public safety Oh, so you want to see all Jewish people slaughtered? Here's your double double in your cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So and, and we were told, Andrew, that the, the obviously the, the violence of the response was because th these Canadian citizens were an occupation, were, man. Yeah, they they were they, they were essentially terrorists who were supporting, uh, you know, the destruction of Canadian government. Meanwhile supporting an actual yeah. terror group that murders innocent civilians so not so is, much uh, of an issue this is what the post-millennial had to say i thought it was spot on quote you can now apparently expect toronto police to deliver coffee if you're an anti-israel protester occupying a bridge and blocking traffic even if it's located in a heavily jewish part of the city on Saturday, protesters opposing Israel's actions to destroy Pan Palestinian terror group Hamas in Gaza occupied an overpass in Toronto, blocking traffic. In response, the police brought them coffee. This is a far ca cry from the treatment the Freedom Convoy of truckers who brought their big rigs and their families to Ottawa to protest Justin Trudeau's COVID mandates. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the question is, how do we get here? How do we get to this place in Canadian society? And obviously, we've talked before about, the, you know, multiculturalism, cultural rev uh, relativism, how that is, you know, beneath the floorboards. But it's also that mixture within post-colonialism, right? Uh, the idea of multiculturalism is the thing that you know, flattens the levels, the playing field so that, you know, if you were to say that Western civilization were uh, great, were freedom loving, there was much to uh, many virtues wrapped into those systems of governments, all those things, you would be similarly dismissed as, you know, some sort of white supremacist, some sort of uh, jerk for saying that. So once the, 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 the playing field is leveled now we can enter into deconstruction mode and that's where this post-colonial theory this critical uh marxist theory of uh human development and uh colonization comes into not only say that all cultural expressions are equal but in fact it's it, all cultural expressions are equally um, valid except for the ones of the settler colonials so so they are uh, especially to blame for everything that's going on and that's how you get to this situation where it's just insane and that we're abandoning as a nation abandoning a christian worldview that was inherent in the the anglosphere that led to the development of our, our nation um that is obviously a factor in how we get here and we can also not forget that you know changing the demographics of our nation to different people that share a different worldview is a big part of it so the practical bringing in of around half a million immigrants each year especially from muslim dominated nation na uh, nations it is going to 
bear fruit in our nation. And especially since we don't expect anybody of any nation because of cultural relativism to assimilate or adopt Canadian identity or uh, a Canadian worldview. In fact, we have a prime minister, the the chief minister in our nation, who is uh, championing a Canada as a nation without an identity, right? That is the reality of the situation. So this comes to us from Statistics Canada. Um, Canada's population was estimated at 40,528,396 on October 1st, 2023, an increase of 436 or sorry, 430,635 people from July 1st. This was the highest population growth rate in any quarter, just the quarter of the year, since the second quarter of 1957. A long time. Canada's total population growth for the first nine months of 2023, plus 1,000,000, 30,378 people had already exceeded the total growth for any other full year period since the Confederation in 1867. In the third quarter of 2023, the vast majority, 96% of population growth, was due to international immigration. All of this, it should be noted, is taking place during an economic downturn and during a severe, severe housing crisis across the country, especially the most populated cities in our nation. Canada welcomed 1,007 uh, 100,972 immigrants, immigrants in the third quarter. From July 1st to October 1st, the country saw the number of non-permanent residents continue to increase. The total non-permanent residents population increased from 2,198,679 to 2,511,437. This represents a net increase of 312,758 non-permanent residents in the third quarter, which is the greatest quarterly increase going back to 1971 when data on non-permanent residents became available. So potentially the highest that we've ever had. So adding to the insanity uh, is that the pro-terrorist protests in Canada is the story of an activist lawyer who believes the Freedom Convoy people should be punished handily, and he actually was uh, a part of you know the legal proceedings uh, going on in Ottawa, and he also at the same time is super sad that protesters calling for the actual eradication and genocide of Jews would be fined for noise violations. This is from the post-millennial. Uh, the loyal re- lawyer representing downtown Ottawa plaintiffs in a $300 million lawsuit against the Freedom Convoy expressed outrage Sunday over anti-Israel protesters being fined for violating a noise bylaw. That's a real thing, guys. <laughs> That's a real thing. This guy's an idiot socialist. Uh, Paul Champ is literally the worst. Um, maybe not literally the worst, but he's definitely in a pile of really, really bad people. Anyways, uh, quote, this is an effort to our, um, to affront 
and if sorry this is an affront to our deepest and most important democratic values the right to freedom of it come on paul come on come on seriously the right to freedom all, of expression and freedom of assembly play the card when they when they need to yeah like come on uh, come we're on. gonna see it it's gonna be good it's gonna be good a ticket for using a megaphone for a couple of hours on a public street to protest against the horrific war? Unacceptable. Mm. Ottawa Attorney Paul. Oh Champ wait, so so wait, so which X. which which ones are the unacceptable views? The the truckers not get the, the question a jab mandate, or or giving people a ticket for saying through the microphone, "Kill all the Jews, uh, race Israel." Mm-hmm. How dare they be ticketed for noise violations uh, calling for genocide? Oh, it's a shame. It's a scandal. To, to me, it's like at this point, if you like it, so you, your your choice is to be on the like pro Satan, pro Islamist, pro dis- actual genocide and destruction based off of race side or like the freedom loving side. And the lefties in our society are like, this is the side we want to be on. <laughs> because it's the side because it's the side that wants to tear down Western civilization. Yes. Yeah. That's how they can work together. This is the 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 chocolate cake irony, the sweet, mm-hmm. delicious irony mm-hmm. of this unholy alliance is that in Muslim majority countries, sodomites are thrown off of rooftops and murdered. Mm-hmm. And yet here in Canada you will have the working together or the leaving each other alone to do their thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Why Why are feminists here? Why, why can you have pro-Muslim feminists here but not in Indonesia? Mm-hmm. Because both of these groups are hell-bent, and I say that intentionally, they are hell-bent on the destruction of Western civilization. So they will link arms to accomplish mm-hmm. that goal. And, and more than that, paths cross a little bit. And more than that, Andrew, we've t- touched on it a lot on the program. It's, it's really an attack on the religious ground motive of Western civilization, right. which thing, is the Christianity. Western civilization. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So we, uh, we're, we're, we're going to be looking in a little bit, uh, regarding the way that freedoms are appreciated or treated or rights are dealt with here in Canada and we're gonna we're gonna highlight some like a master class in hypocrisy. Before we do that, before we do that, I bet you're growing more and more frustrated and concerned with the fiat money system here in Canada. I'm sure you're hoping for real options, a solution that works for you and values your liberty and security. Well friends, barter it is here for you. It's a modern barter economy for freedom-loving Canadians to transact and exchange value without having to use fiat currency. Imagine a Facebook marketplace, Kijiji, and eBay all wrapped into one economic ecosystem. You offer your goods and services in exchange for bits credits, and you can use those bits to acquire other goods and services in the community. It's a parallel economy. So head over to libertycoalitioncanada.com slash barter today and click on barter it for individuals. Make sure you sign up as a VIP before the official launch and get a lifetime subscription, free premium listings, and 1,000 bits to spend in the system. That is a $1,500 of value for only $197. libertycoalitioncanada.com slash barter. So in Canada, it's clear that some protests are allowed and celebrated, 
and others are deemed wrong and unwanted. If you are citizens protesting a tyrannical state that is ruining lives through lawless and unscientific mandates and restrictions, even if you do it peacefully, that's no bueno in Canada. That can, no we can't way. have that. But, but if you're part of a protected people group, Muslims, then you can call for the death of Jews, you can harass other citizens, and you can wave your flags as much as you want on Parliament Hill, which, by the way, we weren't allowed to do with Canadian flags just as past Canada Day. But you can mm -hmm. do it with Palestinian flags. Why? Or not, you can do it with the legacy media backing you up and politicians approving it. This is the Canada that we live in. Now, it turns out that the same actually goes for journalists. So if you fluff the ego of one of our elected officials, you ask them softball questions, you won't have to worry about a thing. You won't have to worry about your press credentials. You won't have to worry about being called a fake news organization, even though we know that they are all bought and paid for status propaganda outlets that are extensions of the Ministry of Truth. So I mean, we know mm -hmm. that about them, but you're untouched. But... If you're the troublemaker of Canada, of which <laughs> I, 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 I hope that I'm, I, I could claim part of that moniker for myself, and you ask elected officials tough and pointed questions, like the real work that journalists are supposed to do, then what happens to you is you get bumped by RCMP officers, oh, and they arrest you for assaulting them after they bump into you. This is truly, truly yeah. next level Russia, China, Cuba kind of stuff. If you haven't seen this video already, make sure you're sitting down. It's, this is pretty outstanding it's stuff. Totally, totally absurd. Ms. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting Islamo nationalism? What? What are you doing? You're under arrest for assault. Why are you booking me? You're under arrest for assault. You're under arrest for assault. Police. Police, you're under arrest for assault. You bumped into me. You pushed into me. You bumped. I was just scrubbing. I got my credentials here and you just bumped into me. So excuse me. Police, you're under arrest for What is your name in your bag? What is your name in your bag? You've been told you're under arrest. Why am I under arrest? He, 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 he brought my way. I was just swimming, uh, Christian Freeland. I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. What is your name in your badge? Oh, this is the guy. How is that just in a peacoat, plain clothes. You assaulted me. You can see he clearly walks into David Menzies, and then he says, "Oh, he assaulted a police officer. You're arrested." And Menzies has been asking, what's your name and badge number? And the police officers are totally required to give that information. you got this on video, right? He's saying I'm pushing people over? That's an absolute falsehood. There were feet were shuffling. So now it appeared that way. That's what you're saying, officer? It appeared I was pushing people. This guy just said feet were shuffling. Oh, shuffling feet's a crime. No feet shuffling. Take the microphone out of my face. Well, I'd like I'd like an ongoing record of this. Can I have the microphone? Can I have the microphone? Spineless loser. Can you give... So this guy bumps into an officer and now there's body checks him and he's getting arrested. But if he were a Muslim that said, I'm going to kill you if you come close to me, I would fight. I'm not saying to hide, officer. Welcome to Blackfaces Canada. 
This is what they do to journalists. I was merely scrumming Minister Freeland, and a RCMP officer blocked me. And evidently, man, this is now a trumped up that's not even that wouldn't even be considered a hit in a hockey game. I came here to. They're assaulting him because he he didn't he bumped into a guy lightly. Unbelievable. This is the Gestapo. There's like five. There's five cops. He tried to avoid the guy. The guy obviously made a Yeah, he he posts up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he. Look, look. The guy. Where, where is it? Yeah. He tries to avoid. He tries to He's just walking. Yeah. You assaulted me. Yeah. He literally he literally shuffles his feet you know to try and move. I think that I think that I think that beta male. He went to Starbucks early that morning, and they didn't have any oat milk left. For so he's feeling a little wheezy. He didn't. Ha he didn't have. He's any a little light in his oat loafers. He's little. They were, <laughs> they, were out the of, they were out of oat milk for his peppermint mocha, mm -hmm. and uh, and he just couldn't. He couldn't take it. He had to take it out on someone. Yeah, I mean, totally absurd, man. Totally, totally, totally absurd. And I mean, it's just it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to keep back the righteous indignation because it's i mean how is this a good look for for freeland right she is the poster child for a hypocritical well-to-do person who has a habit of failing upwards in politics who's way underqualified like she's a journalist with no significant economic right. background a journalist and people have put together a supercut of while menzies is being arrested of christia freeland saying at a press conference freedom of the press is important journalists need to be able to work without being accosted without being threatened what yes a load of no ex bull yeah no exactly Fun. and uh, <laughs> but anyways. but it, like like how how insane of an elitist do you have to be in uh, to be freeland who she knows the optics she knows the narrative surrounding her she has all these guards of goons and she's, she knows the media will cover her are you seeing uh, the way legacy media is playing well, exactly he's, he's not really a journalist Rebel. So therefore, I, I, if you're not a journalist, you're not allowed to approach politicians. This is what I've seen on Twitter. You can't approach politicians if you're not a journalist without the proper credentials. So he stepped too far. Rebel News is illegitimate. He bumped the officers. They're saying, oh, Rebel set this up. He's a troublemaker. So there, she knows what Trudeau knows. The media will go to bat for her. And we'll, yeah. we'll defend her because they're bought and paid for, so she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, that's 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 so inappropriate. That's not true, and it is. Even if it were true, it's like how far have we come as a nation? Where you know the absurd reality is these public servants, so called, they they're untouchable. They're untouchable that you can't even ask them questions. And when they're asked questions in a public theater, they obfuscate and they never answer those questions. Yeah. So where, so this happened just a couple of days ago. Like where are we, where are we with this? Any updates on well, I, where, where it's at right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's essentially it's as you said, Andrew, uh, you, you, as you would expect the state funded media outlets are 
they're they got the spin cycle on and they're just doing doing their their thing um so cbc global news globalist news cbc ctv all of them basically came out with the idea that well you know it turns out david menzies isn't really a journalist and that rebel news isn't a valid media outlet because uh they aren't bought and paid for by our liberal government. They've also said that Menzies really uh, did assault the officer, except for the fact that we actually have the video. The video is widely circulated online, and it's clearly, obviously, a setup. Um, but here are some updates for, from the National Post on on this story. The arrest of the Rebel News reporter was made by the Prime Minister's RCMP security de- detail. York Regional Police officers assisted as the interaction took place in our region, said Constable Lisa Moskaluk, a media relations officer with York Police. It was determined that no credible security threat existed and the subject was released unconditionally shortly thereafter. Ezra Levant, founder of Rebel News, told National Post that Menzies being released by police off-site without a charge does not end Rebel News's interest in the matter. Why did they handcuff him? Why did they smash his face against the wall? Levant said. We have retained a legal counsel and expect to sue the RCMP, the YRP, and Freeland as soon as this week for false arrest, false imprisonment, malicious prosecution, and assault and i think they are good for doing that because this is totally absurd that video is shockingly insane and guess what it just confirms the narrative it it, like freeland trudeau if you want things to end if you want these narratives to stop you think about amending your behaviors no, of course not. They have to continue on being tyrants, and everyone else must bend to to their to their whims. So everyone has an opinion about this on social media. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going through Twitter yesterday. It's mm-hmm. everyone has something to say, including a lot of the conservatives. Naturally, they this is you know regardless of principles or lack thereof, the conservative party sees this as a winning issue, as something that they need to jump on and position themselves as being the defenders of free speech and the defenders of freedom of the press <laughs> and protection of journalists, obviously. And so there's a political move here. There's a political play. So mm-hmm. Conservative Party leader Pierre Polyev also commented on the matter. Just a few words. He shared the video and he posted this on X. This is the state of freedom of the press in Canada in 2024 after eight years of Trudeau. Now, friends, I I can't pass up the opportunity to shine a light. Are you going to be the, a fly in the ointment, Andrew? The, the master class of hypocrisy <laughs> being put on here by Pierre, the snake Polyev, and the conservative party. And, and so I take great joy in what I'm about to show you. It really, it really... Maybe I need to check my spirit, but it makes me a little bit giddy that I get to bring this video to you in light of what Polyev just posted, in light of the position of 
members of the conservative party, the same members of the conservative party who speak out against anti-Semitism and celebrate an actual Nazi in parliament, by the way, these are the same unprincipled hypocrites that should not get your vote. But I, I need, we need to watch this video because the content is further evidence that in Canada, what we actually have is a uniparty. We don't actually have principled politicians in different parties who battle one another ideologically and legislatively. No, no, no. And, and in terms of policy, that's not what we have. No, no, no. The Liberals, the Conservatives, the NDP, the Green Party, it's just one party with different colored parts to play in the theatrical presentation that is Canadian politics. I don't know if you've ever played the game Trivial Pursuit, but you play Trivial Pursuit, there's like a little, you're, everyone has a little pie, a little round thing, and you go around the game. And as mm -hmm. you go around, you collect different colored pie pieces, and they represent the different categories, sports and recreation, media and whatever. <laughs> I love so that you're Canada, explaining Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Me. So, because, but, I mean, people, some people might never play Trivial Pursuit. Well, that's true. So, that's true. This, so this, this is the game. So you go around. So this is what Canada, this is Canada's political situation. That Canada, the, 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 the political climate of Canada is basically, it's just one pie. They're all one thing. But they all just have different color, different color pieces. There's a red piece. There's a blue piece. There's a green piece. There's the orange piece. But it's all the same friggin' pie. It's the same party putting on a play. Putting Canada's on a, a beautiful mosaic. Yeah, a, yeah, a beautiful mosaic. Yeah, like 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 vomiting on a canvas. A beautiful mosaic as they put on their WWE level performance, making us think that they actually hate one another. So here's the setup. Okay. This is the exact same reporter that we just saw asking the same pointed and his word prickly, uncomfortable, tough questions. But this time, it's not a liberal. No, 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 no. This time, he's asking the questions a couple years ago of one Melissa Lantzman, who is Pierre Polyev's second in command for the Federal Conservative Party. Why don't we see how that interaction played out? Now, I assume most people don't know who Melissa Lansman is, but they should. She was Doug Ford's war room director in 2018 and helped create slogans like For the People and Ontario Open for Business. By 2020, wow, Lansman had resumed duties degree. as a lobbyist, and she lobbied mightily for the Arkansas-based superstore chain. Lansman went to Premier Ford, and she successfully ensured Walmart would be exempt from any lockdown rules. Now that Lansman is the Conservative Party candidate for Thornhill in 2021, I wanted to ask her a simple question. How can she possibly run to be the MP to represent the people of Thornhill when she was personally responsible for engineering a lockdown policy that Excellent caused question, so Menzies. many businesses to fold Excellent question. and so many people to be thrown out Wait. of work? People still do journalism in Canada? Down. Yeah. So, Melissa, I got to ask you, how can you run to represent the writing of Thornhill when you were somewhat responsible for so many businesses going under and so many people losing their jobs as a paid lobbyist for Walmart? You made sure your client stayed open at the expense of other businesses and now you're yeah. running for the people how do you Boom. square that, well, that right to the point good clear on uh, on that uh we uh, the mandate for uh, for walmart was entirely on vaccines and that's all available information and you can seek that information well Lisa, you were in the war room of doug ford in 2018 
phrases like Ontario open for business and for the people. And then you were instrumental in shutting down businesses, putting them out of business, putting people out of a job so that this multi-billion dollar corporation based in the US could remain open, not only selling essentials, but non-essentials. I'm sure that's a question for uh, for the Ontario government on why they made that decision. But again, you're I in the Ontario was, government uh, uh, was on uh, vaccine. She was. <laughs> but then I wanted to know how she became the representative for the Thornhill riding in the first place. You see, the Erin O'Toole Conservatives are obsessed with the party being a so-called big tent operation. You know, it's not just a bunch of w old white guys anymore. They're sick of the CBC calling them names. And what better way to prove that they are new and improved than to promote an LGBTQ candidate representing the conservatives in the Possibly suburbs for sec, wow look at all that diversity so i have to say here what he's about to ask is a very very uncomfortable question it is not politically correct it's going to ruffle feathers it's not the sort of question that you would say oh well that's kind of nice and it's it he uses the word in the longer video we're not we're not showing the whole 50 minute clip but he says it's prickly so what he's about to ask is it's it's uh, it's uncomfortable, it's brash, but the truth is he's not he's not attacking her person. He's not spewing hateful rhetoric. He's asking a very difficult question, probably maybe ideally to help catch her off guard a bit so that you can get the real answer out, which sometimes is a is is a tactic in journalism. You ask certain questions in the hopes that by getting people off their game, you'll get an actual honest answer and not just the rehearsed scripted answers they've been told to say. But but nevertheless, you're going to see the response from our conservatives to his pretty pointed question. So I asked Melissa, is she the candidate for Thornhill based on merit or based on her sexual orientation? Why I'm, is that you were chosen? Our event here. Were you chosen based on merit or based on sexual orientation? I think the right. nomination is David. over. We won yeah. the nomination. Yeah. So thanks. How much did you get paid by Walmart? <laughs> How much did you get paid by Walmart? <laughs> the Lancet campaign laugh. called the cops on me. How would someone who's bankrupt, okay, why sir? would they vote for you? Sir, you gotta come with me. Why is that? You gotta come with me. You're under arrest for assault, sir. I'm under arrest for You're under assault? arrest for assault. Put your hands behind your back, sir. I'm under arrest Whoa, for assault. Whoa, what? Put your hands behind your back. They've been assaulting okay, me. Okay, well, figure this out. Put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest for assault at this time. Who did Unbelievable. Assault? Well, you assaulted the staff members here. You apparently pushed them and you punched somebody. I didn't. Maybe Polyev's never anyone. seen the, the tape that. of his yeah. uh, deputy prime minister. This slice Shadow of prime unethical behavior. When I was being arrested and handcuffed by police, one of them stole my clipboard and notes, and then, look at that, takes photos of my notes. You're back. This is, this is what we get in Canada. Look at this, look at this thug manhandling me. And what was I accused of? Just asking questions. Those are Melissa Lansman's people. People running taking, in front of me. Taking pictures and of his I'm notes and his clipboard, by the way. What is this? This is, you think Justin Trudeau's media party is bad? These are the guys that want to form the next government. It looked awful on them, especially having me arrested. So after 10 hours, they decided to revise history. They say oh. I engaged in homophobic slurs against Lansman. What? 
I did not. <laughs> you saw my question, and you That's saw the same to playbook it. It as the leftists. And she yep. obviously didn't think it was at the time, until later when her spin doctors needed a way to change the subject from having me arrested, throwing things at me, and stealing my notes. And that's what lockdown Lanceman did on Sunday. She or her minions called the cops. She later issued a press release saying it was a safety issue. A safety issue? Yeah, my safety. I was pushed, shoved, splashed with a liquid, and arrested. So, uh, Andrew, just, no, notice, notice they said that he assaulted somebody. The, the reason that the cops got involved is because they said he was being arrested for assault. That does not make it out in the press release. Is she felt unsafe, not that he actually assaulted anybody. So, again, this is just... <laughs> This is just somebody crying wolf to get the yep. police involved, to get r yep. rid of someone from asking pointed questions. And apparently the police are willing to run cover for elitist globalist politicians, regardless of the party. And yep. this is why, guess what, Pierre, these conservatives, they're not conservatives they're not your friends. Who cares what the polls say? You're only going to get the same sort of idiotic party, yep. just in a this different is, color. This is Polyev's number two, mm -hmm. and early uh, having Menzies arrested. Yeah. And earlier we saw Justin Trudeau's number two, also having Menzies arrested. And so mm -hmm. my question, as a side note, before we wrap up the episode, is, what's the difference? What is what is the difference? They're yeah. the, they're the, they're the same, same picture <laughs> because because their leaders are the same. Mm -hmm. Their leaders are the same. Not men of principle, not parties of principle, mm -hmm. but pragmatic politicians that will feed their base with their wet fingers in the air, gauging the winds of culture and politics, trying to do whatever they need to do to win, only hopping on issues if they think it's a winning issue that mm -hmm. appeases their base. It's the same thing. It's the same party. Polyev is a is a is a liberal in blue. That's it. Mm -hmm. And the party is full of people like that. Be I know this is the case because actual principled people were were removed from caucus mm -hmm. from the conservative party. They were kicked Garrett out. Garrett Van Dorlin, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't even get a chance. Yeah, no, that's true. Polyev Polyev cut his legs out from <laughs> under him before he had a chance. Yeah. So I share that to say. For everyone who's saying, oh, look how bad Trudeau is. Look how bad the liberals are. If they're in power, they're going to continue to arrest journalists. If the conservatives are in power, they're going to arrest journalists. That's exactly what they did. Don't give me that nonsense. It's mm -hmm. the same thing. It's the same thing. One is not better than the other. You might think one's better than the other because one's saying the right things. But he's only saying the right things because that's his script, because it's a WWE wrestling match, because he's the babyface and Trudeau's the heel. And both mm -hmm. of them are saying what they've been told to say. That's all. There's really the same force behind it. So I just I, I can't pass up an opportunity to remind people that this is the state of politics in Canada. And if you're trusting, if you are trusting the conservative party to give you some space to breathe, to help you to not plunge us into tyranny as quickly then you need to watch that video again because they're just as quick to arrest journalists for asking uncomfortable questions as the liberals are. There's, there's no, there's no safety. There's no, they're, they're not even going to pump the brake. They're, they're going to take the car right into woke 
godless status ideology governance just as fast. But that's an aside. What's the point of today's episode? What's the point of today's episode? The point of today's episode is that Canada is like Animal Farm. Yep. And for anyone who's never read Animal Farm, Animal Farm is a book by George Orwell, the same author of 1984. In short, Animal Farm is a critique of the corruption and the hypocrisy in all communist states, but it's depicted by farm animals. So instead of having mm -hmm. Russian communism, it's animals in a farm. So at one point, some of the animals representing the regular people, like us, the peasantry, right? Mm -hmm. They approach the pigs, and the pigs are the elite ruling class, which is a fitting for Orwell is a fitting animal to use to describe them. Mm -hmm. So the regular animals approach the pigs, and they, they say to them, why do the pigs get the best food and the best beds, and, and we don't? And then the pigs respond with what is probably the most famous line from the book, which is, all animals are equal, right? That's the claim of communism. All animals are equal. Mm -hmm. Some animals are more equal than others. Mm -hmm. This this is Canada. Canada's animal, animal farm. On paper, all citizens have the right to protest grievances. But some citizens, like Muslims that support Jewish genocide, are more free to do so than other mm -hmm. citizens, like truckers and families celebrating Canada and calling for an end to tyranny. Some animals are more equal than others. Mm -hmm. On paper, all journalists are protected to do their jobs. Especially some, the ones approved yeah. and paid for by government. <laughs> so some journalists, like state-funded propaganda ones, they're more protected than other journalists, like the ones who ask real questions and expose corrupt politicians. And just when you thought that certain political parties were about the people and standing up for Canadians, like the conservative party, for example, it turns out that they're pigs just like the Liberal Party. Mm -hmm. And they only care about their position and their power, and they'll do whatever they need to win votes to stay in office. So Canada is Animal Farm, and 11 days into 2024, that is exceedingly clear that, once again, mm -hmm. with another book by George Orwell, rather than see it for what it is, which is a warning for the dangers of a Marxist ideology, the progressives, the liberals, and I include in that the Conservative Party— have taken it and turned it into an instruction manual for destroying Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is blatant hypocrisy and it's partiality and it's wickedness and it's in injustice. And that's the, the thing that I tweeted about the, the Menzies situation because I was just struck. I didn't even take a lot of time form formulating a tweet because I was just, my initial reaction was, wow, like, look at the, talk about stormtroopers. Like, <laughs> the cop literally posts up in Menzies in the trajectory of his walking, gives him a shoulder shiv, like, kind of, like, walks into him. And then as a as a typical liberal loser he he cries foul right that's 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 what we've talked about on the program mid-level violence right uh they're in your way they're pressing against you 
doing all sorts of things, but the second that you bump them a little bit, they cry crocodile di- crocodile tears, and then they try and get you arrested. That's the very thing that um, we saw in that video. And the amazing part is the hypocrisy. All these politicians, they're vying for the position of being for the people. And this is actually something I was thinking over Christmas. I, t- I talked to my brother-in-law about it. Because, and I want to finish with this. It actually proves that the ghost of Christianity, as much as our society is trying to throw off this stuff, it proves that the ghost of the cross haunts our civilization. Because all that we've seen throughout all these stories, what are we seeing? We're seeing the reality that the meek shall inherit the earth. We're seeing people be hypocrites to say that they're for the downtrodden they're for the lowly they're the ones who love the least of these when it comes to the palestinian protests so-called and everything that they're trying to do what's happening between israel and you know hamas and these palestinian operatives each side is trying to be the victim They're trying to be the meek one in order to gain the sympathy, in order to become the protagonist in the narrative, right? That's what's going on. And you have to understand that that is a fulfillment of what Christ is saying when he says the meek will inherit the earth. In the entirety of human history, if you were the meek one, if your kids were being killed, if your land was being stolen, then that just meant that you, that your God lost. He was puny. He was weak. He was pathetic. That meant that you were a loser. But yet this shadow of Christian consciousness hangs over everything. And it even hangs over, you know, again, the Middle East conflict. What are people saying? Well, okay, you have to obey international law. You have to obey principles of just war. Where do you think those principles came from? Augustine, Aquinas, the Christian thinkers like Hugo Gracias, that that was all taken into the Geneva Conventions that is the now the modern form of just war theory that came down through Christendom through the ages. You do not see an analog of just war theory anywhere else in the world. So when we see um, liberals saying, oh Israel, you have to fight more like Christians while trying to disrupt and dismantle the Christian foundation of civilization, that screams hypocrisy. And we're in a new year, but it seems like, Andrew, the insectist structures are the same. We have the same old Canada. And the only thing that is going to change that is repentance and revival, a work of the Holy Spirit of God um, through just the outpouring of of God's grace in our nation. And it's going to take a lot of the, you know, unsexy long-term vision work that we talk about every podcast we do homeschooling your kids, getting a part, uh, being a part of a local body of believers, proclaiming the gospel of truth from pulpits around our nation. Um, governing ourselves under God's word that we can be, uh, um, that we can be free from, um, 
the the bondage of sin, uh, putting our faith and trust. It's all those small things. It's building strong intermediary institutions and communities that are going to be able to get us to the point where we can push back against all this insane uniparty hypocrisy that's going in our nation and where we can promote virtuous liberty in our nation. It is truly sad to see where we are. Um, but again, it's never surprising, but we have to do the hard work ourselves if we want to see this turn around. So we want to wish you a happy new year. And Matt, before we play our outro video, can we play that mm -hmm. video from the top one more time? Cause we want to bless <laughs> our audience. We want to, we want them to smile and we want to, uh, to offer them a gift if they didn't get anything good for Christmas. So, but, 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 before we close off though, we should talk about biblical sexuality Sunday one more time. Sure. So okay. this Sunday, January 14th is biblical sexuality Sunday. We encourage you to join by preaching a sermon on God's design for sexuality. You can head to our website to find out more. You can reach us at churches at Liberty coalition, Canada.com. We can send you promo material, sermon slides, blank slides. We have a promo video. And then when you're done, you head to the website, you submit your sermon, a link to your website so that we can have that database info. Lord willing, we're going to have many, many churches around the world join us this year, which we look forward to. Amen, brother. Well, for those who want to see it again, uh, Andrew, And even for those, even for those yeah. who don't. <laughs> Doesn't matter. This is this is 100% to indulge you. This ain't you. no democracy. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Until next time, everybody, it's great to be back. Galatians 5.1. Liberty Dispatch has been brought to you in partnership with Liberty Coalition Canada and Christian Week and has been produced by SDG Media. You can find all things Liberty Coalition Canada at libertycoalitioncanada.com.